Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi guys, my name is Kat. And my name's Letitia and you guys are listening to our very first home episode. This is so weird. We are literally sitting on our couch in our lounge room (laughs) and if you guys have been listening for a while, you know we complain about, you know, most of our side eyes come from catching planes to Sydney to record our podcast, but... We can't use that anymore. No. We literally just woke up and walked downstairs and we're at work. And here we are. Isn't that so cool? This is the dream. This is the dream. Next episode, we should just rock up in our PJs. Oh, yeah. I could wear (laughs) this to sleep anyway is what I'm wearing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. But still, even though we're at our home studio, which is literally our couch, (laughs) does not give us an excuse to miss our side eye of the week. So do you want to start us off? For sure. So my side eye actually has to do with some of my haters. Oh, thank the Lord it's not me this time. (laughs) Yeah. So I, you guys know when I travelled to America, I was unsure about what to do because Deja was just starting her next term at school. So I made the decision where I was like, you know what? It's two weeks of school, no big deal. She can do a little bit of homework on the plane, then she can catch up when she goes back to school. Anyways, I told everyone that we were bringing Deja overseas to experience this job that we um, were doing. Yeah, so basically we were going over to America to do a job for Disney. And so I told everyone I'm bringing Deja so that she can experience it as well. And people were so mad. They're like, oh, my gosh, her education needs to be first. You're a terrible mother, all that sort of stuff, right? Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. And then last week we had the opportunity to meet Jason Derulo. And it was only one day, a fly in, fly out. And I thought it was just you and me who were invited. So I was like, well, I'm not going to take Deja because that's kind of awkward, like, I don't want to be that mum that's bringing all her children to meet someone (laughs) who's famous, right? So I was just like, oh, no, Deja, you've got school. You know, 
go to school and we're going to be back this afternoon anyway. So we flew out and I posted a video, a get ready with me, and people were not happy that I brought data, didn't bring data. You just can't win. I literally cannot win. So I either take her, I get hate. I don't take her, I get hate. (laughs) Well, that's just how social media is. Yeah, and I think this is like one – like a good thing to point out is to always be yourself because you're not going to please everybody. Mm. Everyone's always going to have something to say or they're going to have a problem with something that you, you know, do. So just be yourself and you're going to get haters anyway. So true. I <laughs> love it. What's your side eye? My side eye of the, oh, side of the week. It's been a big one. So you guys know this is the last time I will be talking about it, but I've been planning that yacht party, right? I've been planning away. And everything has actually run so smoothly. Like, everything's looking good. One week before my party, I get a rash on my face. Mm. And I've had this rash before. It does not go away quick. Like, I have to really apply and take medicine, you know, for a long period of time for it to go away. But this time, it's just spreading like no other. And I'm like, this is this is not a joke anymore. And I haven't even worn makeup for the past week because I'm so scared that it's just going to make it worse. Anyways, I went to the doctor and he was like, okay, I'm going to give you some really strong pills, but you're not going to see results for six or seven days. Well, my birthday is in two days. So So when did you start taking the medication? Two days ago. Oh, no. So, so pray to the skin gods that it kicks Exactly. In. I'm going to pray that. And I was scared. Maybe it was one of those things that, you know, the rash gets worse before yeah. it gets better. But yeah. I feel like it's getting better. Yeah. It is actually getting better. So, it's like when Deja had that rash and then she had school photos and she really didn't want to take a photo because her rash was so bad on, mm. her, on her face. But a lot of people don't realise how damaging that is to your self-confidence it when is you get so damaging. a rash on your face. And, like, it's my birthday. I want to take photos with everyone. Mm. You know what I mean? But hopefully – I'm just hoping that I can put on makeup without it burning. I'm so annoying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> side of the week, can't wear makeup my birthday. But seriously, I'll be pissed. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. So in our episode when we talked about my – birth which Mm. by the way I feel so weird that people literally know every single detail of my life up until the moment I was born do you know I kept getting messages saying wow I didn't know babies could poo in your belly I know (laughs) well David messaged me and said I can't believe you shit in your own mouth and I was like (laughs) I was like I was so confused because I (laughs) forgot we recorded the podcast but I was like chatting shit since I was born (laughs) But yeah, it was crazy. Anyways, in that episode, I remember saying that we could have a whole episode talking about the cooked things we did Mm -hmm. as kids. And I think that's what we should talk about today. I would love to. I've actually come prepared. I I haven't come prepared. Okay. Well, I have because I was sitting there going, oh, what stories can I tell? And so I messaged my friend group chat and Mm -hmm. I was like, hey guys, what stories can I tell on my podcast that are funny and hilarious that I've done and I got some pretty funny voice messages <laughs> from Marnie Mads do you want to hear one yeah let's okay. do it. <laughs> all right cool hang on let me get my phone I remember one time we were driving in Jonathan's little car he had that little like Honda Civic or something and you were bragging about how you could change the gears without putting the clutch in and you tried to do it 
like thinking that you were some sort of fucking rally car driver and completely like smashed his gearbox like it just whatever it does like grind it at, and then you ended up burning out the gearbox in his car <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I was so good because I could drive a manual car, right? And Jonathan, dad, was like, yeah, borrow my car, pick up your friends, it's all sweet. And I was like, oh, sweet. And so it was the first time he lent me his car and I picked up my friends and I thought I was so cool and so I wanted to show them that I could change the gears without putting the clutch in. That is not possible. It is. Changing the gears without putting the clutch yeah, in. Yeah, it is. You can do it as long as you get the right speed. Oh. So what you do is... No one told me this. <laughs> I don't think it's recommended, clearly, because I nearly bloody yeah, crashed Yeah, don't try this at home. Um, but you have to reach the right speed. Then you take your foot off the accelerator and you quickly change gears. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it was so funny because I really did think I was amazing at driving, but clearly not. How embarrassing. So, yeah, that was one. It gets worse. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you ready for the next yes. one? Yes. And remember when we moved into that house, cat, and we had no money and no furniture or anything? It's about the couch. And we found that couch at the Salvation <laughs> Army for, like, $50. And so we carried it all the way up that stupid hill to our house, like, on our heads and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is when you were born. So you would have been, like... Two years old, I left Lola and it was the first time I had moved out with a friend. Our house was so dodgy. Like I'm talking the floorboards. We ripped up the carpet because the carpet was like feral and the floorboards still had staples like poking oh out of gosh. the – It was not safe at all. That's scary. Um, we were also very broke. So you know how people like leave furniture out mm. on the side of the road? We would – get any opportunity to grab free furniture but also salvos one day had this massive couch out on the front of their store Mm. for 50 bucks and I was like we can totally bring that up to our house and so we're walking on like main roads and like hills up up to our house with like this massive (laughs) couch (laughs) it was embarrassing but yeah have you ever done anything like that well you haven't even moved out yeah, what the hell? I don't think you understand the struggle. Like back in my day, it was kind of normal to move out really early. Like 16, 17, 18, people were like leaving their parents. I know. And I wanted to move out, but you were like, no, stay here and save your money. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it's possible for people now. Like the housing crisis, it's just impossible for anyone to get, you know, houses easily but for us it was just so easy to get a rental mm, and true. move in yeah um and that was like a big house it was like a three-bedroom home right near Carindale. like so easy to just live in the life yeah with staples poking out of my floor <laughs> um I feel like having a housemate was so fun mm. especially like my, one of my best friends we would have parties all the time that's so fun. Like, can you imagine living with Jack and Seb? Do you oh, think you'd have fun? Hell no. Why? <laughs> because I'm a very, I need my space. I need everything to be clean. I could not live with Jack. Yeah. I love him to death, but oh my, oh my God, like that stresses me out, even the thought of it. 
Yeah. I literally stayed with him in like hotels for two weeks and that was even too much. Yeah, right. <laughs> but did you no. have your own separate room? No. We were yes. like next to each other. See, that's the thing when you have housemates, you have your own space, mm. right? So you don't have to see how messy they are. But yeah, no. I wouldn't mind living with them. It's just the mess. But I would just clean up after them because yeah. that's just who I am. But like... I feel like I've had that experience through my friends' housemates anyways. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I remember so many times growing up, I was like, I'm going to move out. And you're just like, you think you don't take traits from your mum, but you do. You're just like, no, stay home and save money. I'm like, oh, my God, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I remember when you were going to move out, I was like, you don't realise how many bills and everything that you have to pay, right? Yeah. Which you're going to still learn. And I think you've actually learned a lot with this party planning as well. Really? So 100%. Like I didn't want to have a party because I just oh know God, how expensive it, expensive everything is and how much planning goes into everything. And this is why I was like, you want to have a party? You deal with it. <laughs> and you don't think about the DJ. You don't think about the catering. You don't think about the photographer. You don't think about all these things that go into it until it comes up and you're like, holy hell, I'm throwing this extravagant party. And you know what I mean? Like it's a lot of time and effort and it's for one night. Mm. But (laughs) it'll be the only night of the year that I go out. So (laughs) it's like, you know, it all adds up. But I also learned the same thing with my wedding. So with my wedding, I put so much time and energy, invited all these people for what? Like Mm. if I could turn back time, I would elope. I would 100% only have like four or five of my closest friends go on a holiday, tie the knot and that would be it. Yeah, have a bigger honeymoon. Yeah, because the people that came to my wedding, I don't even bloody know anymore. I don't even know people that came to your wedding either. Yeah. I don't even remember being there. Lola invited like her church people. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just so weird and awkward. It is so weird. It would be way too much stress too. Yeah. Like it was very stressful. See, I don't remember much from your wedding because I wasn't conscious yet. I was too young. It was so insane, especially the reception. We got lit (laughs) I think I remember that and then I remember being like I want to go to sleep and then just going to this random room and the rest of it was just a fever dream yeah well you how old were you I think I was oh you should know this I don't even know how embarrassing I think I was like I think five yeah five or six five or six okay around that age because how long did you have Deja after you got married um like I don't know, this is too much maths for me. Um, but like four or five years maybe. After you got married, you yeah. had Deja? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, because I did not want to have a kid. Four or I- five years. <laughs> <laughs> so that means I was two years old at your wedding. Then. Wait, I was 21 when I got married. <laughs> if it was four or five years, that means I was two years old at your wedding. Because... <laughs> Deja, when Deja was born, I was seven. Wait, like, let me do the math. I don't know why this is such a big deal. Okay, so I got married at 21. What's 21 take 17? (laughs) 1984. So you were four. Okay. So four, five, six, seven. So three years after. (laughs) 
Three years after I had Deja. Okay. Jeez, you're such a pain in my ass. Why does it matter, the age thing? Because I didn't come into consciousness and we have to work these things out. Okay. Just keep talking. Anyways, I'm really sad that you didn't don't remember anything because our my grandma, Nanai, got mm. so drunk. Oh my god. It was so funny. So obviously at a reception you've got a bar tab and my Nanai was like, Okay, I'm gonna have a few drinks. Next thing you know, she is in the bathroom. My family's like <gasps> wetting her face, like washing her hair. Because everyone's wasted. They don't know what the hell is happening, right? They send Nanai home and Nanai has never touched another drink since. Because <laughs> she got so lit. That is actually me. That is yeah. so funny. What it was hell? It was hilarious. I feel like my side of the family is really wild and I get that from them. Mm. But you did not get that from me. You are like boring. I'm not boring. You are. I choose peace. I choose peace too, but I also choose fun. I choose fun too, just not around you. That rhymed. (laughs) (laughs) No, I feel like you were just different as a kid. Number one, you were raised by different parents, right? Mm. The way I was raised, off the bat, I had no siblings. I was very independent. I didn't, you know, annoy you guys, I don't think, too much. Did I? I love how you think you didn't annoy me and you were just like this sweet little angel child. You were still very annoying and needy. Rude. <laughs> Rude. No, I feel like as a kid I just kept to myself. I you wasn't did. I wasn't very outgoing. I was just you know, I just didn't really exist yet. Oh my god. I wasn't in consciousness. <laughs> you and Deja are definitely two very different kids. Yeah. I will tell you that. Yeah. But you were still annoying. You know what really used to annoy me? Oh, my God. You would go out onto the trampoline and you'd be like, Mom, Mom, come out here and watch this. <laughs> and so I'd come out there and then you'd try and do this trick and then you wouldn't do it and then you'd be like, wait, 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 not, not that, that this. this. And so I'd have wait, to stand wait. there for like an hour and like I'm like boiling inside because you're like, no, 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 not that, not that this. That was your saying, not that this. You guys and used to bully me about that all the time. Because it was so frustrating. And then you'd do like a front <laughs> clip and I'd be like, wow, that was so amazing, Tisha. <laughs> what the hell? You should be proud that I could do a front flip. But it was like, what was the difference from the one that's when you said not that this? They were all the bloody same. You used to love the trampoline. You'd spend hours and hours and hours on that thing, talking to yourself, jumping around. <laughs> like you were just a really strange individual. But I had to sit there and watch you for talking some reason. To myself. Yeah, you did. Remember that video of you jumping on the trampoline and you're like singing a Jason Derulo song, I'm pretty sure. Was it a Jason Derulo song? I don't know. I was a I'll weird kid I'll have to dig though. that video out. But, That's um, why you need siblings because I was a weird kid. I would. I will admit when we lived in the middle of nowhere, I would just sit on the trampoline and jump and sing to myself and talk to myself and do all those weird things, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. But like <laughs> I would love saying, no, not that this. And then I remember when I would go to tell you guys something, dad would be like, oh, not that this. And I'd be <laughs> like, oh, my God, I hate you. I'd get so pissed off. But I just want to perfect the skill and show you <laughs> in its fullest form. 
<laughs> it was the most annoying thing. But you finally grew out of it. <laughs> Eventually. Well, sometimes. Like, you still do it to this day. But, <laughs> yeah. You did spend a lot of time outdoors, like mm. on your ripstick and on your skateboard. I was very tomboyish you growing were up. Such That's a, a thing. Tomboy. Like I feel like I wasn't a wild child because I and I still am. Like I just hang around majority like guys. And even growing up, I was just always into sports and like would just have heaps of like guy neighbor friends and we just I would go over to their house and we'd just play Call of Duty for hours. Yeah. Yeah. And then if not, we were playing soccer. Or like I yeah. was just always doing something. That's the thing. Like I had the best childhood with no, well, like when phones were still like not really a big thing. Like mm. just my imagination was crazy. Yeah, for sure. I actually do, do have a little cooked story that I'm thinking of now. Okay, sure. When I was um, I was sleeping over at one of my guy friends' houses, and I think I only would have been like twelve or eleven at the time, and we were playing like minecraft or something on the playstation and we would play games until like 4 or 5 a.m like we would just play games the entire time and then i'd sleep on the couch till like 2 p.m and he was my neighbor so i'd just walk back home but i remember like at 3 a.m i was like where's where's my ipod like my ipod touch and like i was just so confused and i was just like I think we left it on the street because <laughs> like we would just be outside inside outside inside and it was pissing down rain oh my god! and we like walked out onto the street and like you know how some places where you live we used to have that island where there was just like grass and trees but it's like a big roundabout but yeah yeah yeah. it's like a cul-de-sac yeah 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 right so it was literally in the middle of there what the my, hell? My iPod Touch was just there, like two AM, just like sitting in the grass, and I was like, "What the hell? I'm so weird." Like, and how old were you? Oh, oh, I would have been young, maybe like twelve. And so you just walked out the house at two AM, yeah, and with him it. or yeah. just with him. I was scared though. Oh my god, that is so weird. I was so weird. That is so strange. Do you know another thing that you do is so when. Yes, you were really active and you used to like spend a lot of time on the street, but you also used to sleep so much. Mm. Like I'm telling you, I never had an issue with your sleep routine since the day you were born. Like you, oh, actually that's a lie. You probably improved at about six months old, but you were the best napper, the best little kid to put to sleep because you would just stay asleep. And I remember when you started going to prep, you you know by that by that age you're not supposed to be napping mm. you used to fall asleep in class and the teacher was like <laughs> you need to get her out of the routine of napping so can you put her to bed earlier and oh I'm like gosh. this girl goes to bed at like 6 p.m <laughs> like how much earlier can she go to bed 5 p.m there's actually a really funny photo um we should put it up on our Instagram I forgot it was like when I was in prep and I would get ready in the morning and I kept falling asleep when I was like brushing my teeth. Yeah. I would always fall asleep when I get ready in the morning. And do you know yeah. that photo of me I like sitting know. on the stool and I'm yeah. just like half <laughs> yeah. awake, like so confused at what's going on. But yeah, I don't know. I just loved sleeping since a young age. Yeah. I think I was like that, mm. but not as bad as you. No. You just love sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's something that's never changed. Yeah. Something's no, never changed. Something's never changed and I, I still love a good nap. Yes, you do. <laughs> How did you react when you found out I was pregnant? I don't even remember. 
finding out you were pregnant. I just remember going on a holiday when you had a big belly mm. and then... That was my baby moon. Yeah, your baby moon and then Deja being born. Right. And did how did you, you... Hold on. Did you get a push present? Well, I got my eternity ring. Do you know what that is? <sighs> no. So you get a engagement ring. Then you get a wedding ring and then either a year later you get your eternity ring or your first baby you get an eternity eternity ring. So that's why I have three rings. Do you know I have three rings on my finger? That's so cute. I want a Lamborghini Urus. Oh, my God. my push present or a Range Rover. (laughs) Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, I don't remember much about you being pregnant, but I do remember being crying when Deja was born. Yeah, I remember that too because I burst into tears when you told me. Do you remember what you said? I remember, I don't remember, because you told me there was a time at the hospital. I don't remember at the hospital, but I remember being home and you were like in the lounge with her and I was just in my room drawing by myself and then I just got so upset and I came out and I was like, you don't even care about me anymore. Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) That is so sad. That's really sad. No, I remember the time in the hospital, so... Deja had just been born. It would have been about day two. So we were starting to have a lot of visitors and the visitors were bringing me and Deja gifts. And I think it was a shock to you because every time our family would come, they'd be like, oh my God, Tisha. And like, Mm. we're really excited to see you, right? And so they were all really excited to see the new baby. And so they had gifts for me and the new baby. And then I remember when everyone left and even dad was out of the room and it was just you, me and Deja. And you were like laying next to me in the bed and I was like, are you okay? And you're like, 
I just feel like nobody cares about me anymore. <laughs> I'm like, that's crying. so sad. I'm actually crying. I feel like this is a deep rooted childhood trauma. And I was so devastated and I was like trying to explain to you like everyone's just really excited about the baby. Um, you know, everything's going to go back to normal soon. But right now everyone's just really excited to meet this baby. So when um, that conversation happened, about an hour later, Auntie Linda came. And you know how Linda gets gifts for all the kids? Mm. She did it for you too. Oh. And you were so happy. <laughs> You're like, yay, I got a gift. And Deja got a gift. So it was like an even mm. thing. She's so good at that. Mm. So Auntie Linda is Jonathan's auntie. Mm-hmm. Um, so our, yeah. your great auntie, yeah. basically. Have I got a tear coming down? How embarrassing. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that was really sweet when she did that. So were you scared like that I was going to be like that before I did have you a, gave birth? Yeah, I did feel like you were going to feel left out because I know how excited everyone was to welcome a new baby. Mm. And especially for me because it was like such a different circumstance. Circumstance, like it wasn't an unplanned pregnancy. Like I was married, it was planned, you know, we had the baby shower, all that type of thing. So it was like a different kind of... Ex, like experience for everyone mm. um so I did have that fear that you were going to feel left out and I remember like trying to make you feel as as loved as possible but obviously I didn't do a good job <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that I think it's just natural to feel like that but yeah. I can't even I couldn't even imagine having more than one sibling mm. I think I'd be weirder than I already was yeah but you loved it after like that initial where you were feeling really left out. You loved being a big sister. Really? You wanted to do everything. Mum, I want to change a nappy. Mum, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like you, every time, remember that there's a photo of me bathing Deja and you were always like right next to us, like <laughs> watching me do everything. And it didn't like die off after a month or two. Like it was constant. Like you just wanted to be part it's of it because I want to be a mother. Yeah. And I used to say that to people. People would be like, how is it having such a big age gap? And I was like, it's great. It's like having a mini mum. I would just be like, Tisha, go get me that. Go get me. Like you were always there to help. That's so cute. It was good. So how old were you when you had your baby shower? I think I was 25. Surely it would have been like the littest baby shower ever. No, I was heavily pregnant. A, (laughs) I couldn't drink. And I think I got it all out of my system. Like I was Mm. such a horrible, chaotic teen. I can't even imagine seeing you at like a calm, fun event. No, it just didn't exist. Like if I went to a calm (laughs) event, I would be so bored out of my brain. Do you know this one time? This is how crazy I am, Tish. So my parents were getting on my nerves. Right. Because you know how strict my parents were, Mm -hmm. right? And I was hanging out with this guy and they thought that he was smoking weed. And they used to always, before I went out to see him, be like, make sure you don't do drugs, drugs are bad, all that sort of stuff. And was like trying to freak me out. And they kept assuming that I was doing drugs and smoking weed. And I got to a point where I just got so annoyed. So I don't know if I've told you this story, but I ended up getting a little snappy bag Mm. And I put oregano in it. Oh my I God. put it in my school bag. 
Because I knew my parents were going to go through my bag because that's how crazy they were. Yeah. And I just left my school bag in my room and just went about my business to do whatever I was doing. I get home that afternoon. My parents are in the lounge room and there is a counsellor inside our house. And I was like, what the hell is happening right now? So my dad's like, Katrina, sit down on the couch, please. And I was like, this is so weird. So I'm sitting down and then the counsellor starts talking about marijuana and like the side effects and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, what is happening? Because I totally forgot about this little bag of oregano. And then he pulls out the oregano bag and puts it on the coffee table. And I'm like, yeah, that's oregano. (laughs) And the look on their faces were just like, why is it in your bag? Oh, and I was like, I knew my, my parents gosh. would go through my bag. So I wanted to start a little drama. And my mum was so pissed <laughs> off. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me of, you know, the office when <laughs> when Michael tries to buy weed off some people and they buy like a Capri salad and he tries to frame someone. And he's like, oh, it's just that's just exactly what it reminds me of. Oh, that's so funny. That's so, so funny. Yeah, I was just a little turd. Like it's it's crazy to me how annoying I would have been as a child. See, I don't think I ever did anything purposely to piss you guys off. I think I did my best to avoid pissing you guys off. Yeah, I think it was just like the way that I was brought up. I was under like such strict rules and I was just over it. Mm. And because I had so many rules, I just didn't have the relationship that like you and I have. It was mm. totally different. Totally different. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Wild. Okay, so this is another story from Arnie Mads. Mm-hmm. And remember when you had that party and I was looking after Tish and Chris and everyone was over and you idiots decided to light a fire in the backyard <laughs> and the neighbours called them and we had like the fire department at the house and you were so drunk and I had to like talk to them and not get you bloody arrested. (laughs) Well, I've actually had a similar story to this. Oh, really? Sure. So, well, me and my friends used to have bonfires on the beach every weekend and then one one time it was like a pretty big bonfire. Like there was a good handful of people there and, you know, we were all drinking and... The, the problem about this place was there was a, a tree hanging over and our fire was directly under the tree. Uh. And so I don't know why, but I ended up like going off the beach maybe to go take a call or something. Just went off the beach to go find my friend. I don't really remember. It was a while ago. And I saw the fire, like a big fire truck with its sirens on. <gasps> and I was just like looking at it and I was like, oh, my God. I ran onto the beach and I told everyone, I was like – and nobody believed me. And then anyway, like, I was like, guys, there's a fire truck. And no one believed me. Because you always do your bloody pranks. You're the, you're the boy. Is it the boy that cried wolf or the, whatever? That's you. Yeah. And then they were like, no, there's not. And then they came down and they're like, yeah, it's going to cost you 15, like it's going to be $15,000 to pay <gasps> for the fee for the fire truck to come out. And we were just like, what but they obviously were like no we like this is just a warning but don't do it again yeah 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 and it was just like after that oh that's so funny do you know what I just realized you did do some chaotic stuff but to me I wasn't this strict mom that yeah went crazy at whatever you did like you would come home and tell me that and I'd laugh 
Yeah. Because I'm like, I used to do that kind of stuff too. Like it's funny. Whereas if I told my mum, my mum would be losing her mind. So maybe we think you were a calm teen, but maybe in reality. No, I feel like I was a weird quiet child but I feel like the like in my teens like year 11 year 12 I was crazy yeah year 12 I remember on muck up day I parked my car in the principal's car park which was like (laughs) which was like in the school grounds and then (laughs) this is so funny but uh, we ended up getting like a baguette like me my friend Spencer we'd always get a baguette and like dip and we would always eat it in class like that was just our thing and so He went in my car to get the baguette and the bell just rang. So everyone's like walking to their classes. Um, This is like in the middle of the day. And he leans over my driver's seat to the passenger seat to get it. And his heavy bag with his laptop in it slides onto like the, the beep of my car. And it goes beep right out front of the office like one of the teachers comes out he's like Letitia and Spencer like just losing (laughs) her mind she's like why are you parked here what are you guys doing and I'm like I'm sorry I'm sorry and she's like go move your car like you're not even allowed to drive it she's like go park it in the spot and I was like okay okay and Spencer's getting in the car and she's like no Spencer you're not allowed to go with her go to class and he's like no miss she doesn't know how to park I have to help her (laughs) And then he's like, yes, yeah, she knows how to park. She got her license. I was like, no, miss, like I really need his help. And then we just ended up driving away. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, no, I just had a memory of the time your school called me. Oh. And they're like, hi, Mrs. Clark, would you be able to come pick up your daughter, Letitia? Her and a bunch of kids have just drawn all over their uniform and it's actually not acceptable and we have to send them home. And I was like, you're kidding. So I drive to school and you've got penises drawn <laughs> all over your school uniform. And I'm like, why, Tisha? You're like, it's the last day of school. I'm like, oh, I just can't. I, do you honestly, remember that? Yes, I do remember that. Like, I have no words. That was I really, really annoying. Words, but that wasn't even that bad. But, oh, the anxiety I felt like. Yeah, you were so scared that I was coming to pick you up. Yeah, because I was like, honestly, I was like, no, nah, she's not going to pick me up because I was just used to never being picked up. But then you actually picked me up and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Well, that is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure you guys follow us on Instagram, basically Bessie's pod. If you want to see the living room set up and let me know, you know, let us know if you guys like it. Um, make sure you guys tune in on Thursday for our other episode and we'll talk to you then. Okay, okay bye. Basically Besties is recorded at Amplify Studios, hosted by us, Letitia and Kat Clark, and produced by Fenella Jamison. We pay our respects to the traditional owners of the lands and waters this podcast is recorded on, the Kumbamari people. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.